This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hey, Frosty. Marsha. Cody. Hi. Hello. Did the stream crash? Feels like it did. Oh, hey. Hey. How's everybody? Glitter and rain. <sighs> How's everybody doing out there? I'm doing good. How are you, Marsha? I want to look at something. I didn't really follow this show all the way through. I did watch like bits of it. My girlfriend, Raven, was watching it. And I caught some of it. There's some shit. If the communication. That's just so fucking out of pocket in this show. Let me see where the fuck is it. You guys watch Love is Blind? There is a TikTok that I saw. I'm trying to find it. Bro, this TikTok is legitimately... The craziest shit I've ever seen. So she was watching it. I was like, I was working a lot of the time. So I was like catching it, catching bits and pieces of it in the background. And yesterday was supposed to be the reunion. And it didn't happen because Netflix fucking crashed. It just fucking crashed. Uh... But there was one TikTok. I think Netflix took it down. You literally just finished watching the reunion. I haven't watched it yet because it crashed. And we kept trying to put it on last night. We tried to put it on like uh, a bunch. It didn't work. That's all I got to say on that. But there was, uh, I'm glad it's working now. There was a TikTok that I saw. That shit was so fucking out of pocket. Like there's one couple. uh, I forgot what their name is. Uh, fuck. 
I really hope I can find this. It was, it's Marshall. I think Marshall and Jackie. There's one TikTok. Holy shit. Holy shit. That TikTok's insane. How you doing, Reaper, Ari, Becca, Mo Moon? How you doing? Uh, I wish I could find that fucking TikTok because I just looked. I just looked through their Netflix page, their TikTok page, uh, Netflix's. And that shit was just fucking, ah, can't find it. I'm just scrolling on Twitter now trying to see if I can find it. So Marshall and Jackie, like for those of you who don't know, Love is Blind. Essentially, it's like couples that meet each other and they like fall in love without actually seeing each other. The whole goal is like to know whether love is blind or not. You know, if you can fall in love with somebody without seeing their appearance, just based off of their personality. And by the end of the show, they have to get married, right? They have to decide whether or not they're going to get married. And there there were so many couples that were fucking insane. Yeah, this is this is Jackie. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the follow. Appreciate you, Gamo Gamo. Uh, this is Jackie. Bro, the, the guy the guy she was with, uh, Marshall. Like the nicest fucking dude I've ever met in my entire life. Okay, the guy made breakfast for her one day. He like he like totally was like went above and beyond he like introduced her to his family and she had like a mental breakdown and like just like cursed him out before introducing before he introduced her to his family they were like super cool uh and at the end the tiktok that i'm trying to find is like she she essentially after he like did all of this to try to work things out with her she said essentially I don't want to marry you. Even though he had given... He gave her a ring, right? Marshall gave Jackie a ring. And he's like, all right, let's get married. And she's like, I don't, I'm not going to marry you because I'm in love with this other guy. And by the way, I'm keeping the ring. <laughs> fucking nuts. I wish I could find that fucking TikTok. I feel like they took that down. Mo Moon, thanks for the follow. Appreciate you. You made a, a werewolf sim? Oh, shit. A werewolf sim. There's so many fucking. Uh, it's gonna be impossible to find. You see, if I write Marshall and Jackie, I went on TikTok. I was just on their TikTok. Their TikTok is right here. I don't see it. This is one of the couples that did get married, Tiffany and Brett. They're a pretty nice couple. They really do get along. But I don't see it here. I don't see... I mean, there's this one. I see a thumbnail with the two of them here. But I don't think this is it. Oh, fuck. Get out of here. I gotta bring my lava lamp. I gotta bring my... Lava lamp? This is 1972. You got lava lamp? It's fun. You got lava lamp? I got a lava lamp. What color? Mind your business. You don't see it. You ungrateful. Oh, yeah, lava lamp. Don't worry about it. Now yes, this is the guy who got dumped last minute, and she kept the ring. That's what it is. Like, this dude is, like, the nicest fucking dude in the world. Like, I really want to see if we can find... Like, the guy was, like, making breakfast for her every day. He was, like... Like, he went above and beyond. She was, like... Oh, shit, what was that? She was, like, legitimately, like... She was... Oh, he has a TikTok. She was legitimately, like, like being very, like, uh, antisocial with him. And he was, like, being so kind and, like, just... It, it was, like, across the board. Everybody was like, Jackie seems kind of abusive. And why the fuck is he going, like, above and beyond for her? Ah, I wish I could find this, the conversation. Fuck, that's so weird. If I was him, I'd introduce her to my sisters. <laughs> why? Get that ring back? That would have been, yeah. That, that could be a good way to get the ring back. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I'm like, I'm leaving here with something. He's, he's reacting to people saying he didn't pay for the ring. He say he clearly paid for the ring. I always thought it was expected to give the ring back. I know, it's like, that, like a, a wedding ring isn't like cheap. It's like thousands of fucking dollars, like some of them. 
You know what I mean? Like you, you know, a lot of people go into debt. They take out like loans to be able to pay for it. How you doing, Bowser? Oh, he posted this on here too. Let me see. Uh, Jackie, it's not adding up. Thanks so much for taking the time to join. Hold up. I want to see some of these fucking clips because this shit's like fucking nuts. Uh, oh my God. This feels criminal. She's like doing Instagram posts with him here. This shit is crazy to take a loan out for a ring. Yeah, I mean, Dominique, like a lot of, uh, oh, sorry, Glitter and Rain. Uh, and like the names like replaced because it flipped. Uh, a lot of people like see whether you get like an expensive ring or not a sign of whether you're that in, like invested in the person. Like I'm not saying that's like the right way to go. Oh, this is it right here. Found it. Yes. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people do place a lot of importance on whether it's an, an expensive ring or not. Like people will use family heirlooms as well. It, it, the ring does have like a symbolic thing. I guess it goes from couple to couple, how valuable like having an expensive ring is. But this is the clip right here, folks. You only get to keep the ring if you're the one, uh, getting broken up with. Well, like, look at this. Marshall, I can't love you because I'm attracted to Josh. I just shot Josh. And there is some chemistry. Imagine you went through like literally weeks with this person deciding whether or not you're going to get married. You introduce them to your family. You've been living together for like two fucking weeks deciding how you're going to like move, like do all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's so fucking crazy to me that they like the whole show. They've gone through like weeks together and this is like at the final stretch. So what was the talk about? It was him basically confessing his feelings. What are you saying to me right now? I don't want to be with you anymore. And you want to be with Josh? I will find that out. Okay, Jackie. Imagine she can't even she can't even this is love is blind. She can't even, it's it's on Netflix. They just had the reunion yesterday. She can't even tell him, like, it's over. She's like, ah, it's up for me to decide. Like, like just, just break the cord. Like, <laughs> and I, I'm not surprised that he's, like, upset here because the dude has done everything. He has literally gone above and beyond. Like, no joke, he's, like, the best guy out of all the guys on the show. He's, like, the best. He's, like, the kindest. He's, like, the most caring dude. He's, like, introducing her to her family. She's, like, having a mental breakdown over it. And he's, like, you know what? It's okay. Like, my family's going to love you. And the whole time, she's, like, I'm just scared that I'm going to go back to my old ways. And you're, like, what's your old, what are your old ways? Are you going to cheat on him? Is that what you're telling us? And guess what? She ends up essentially cheating on him. It's so fucking crazy. It's, like... That is very hurtful. I'm just telling you, Marshall that I just can't be with you. I can't. I would like the ring back because I don't think that you deserve it. Because you should never have accepted my proposal. Well, I'm gonna keep the ring. How, 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 how do you keep the ring? I mean, how, she's definitely planning on selling it, right? It's not like a memory. Like you're gonna keep, oh yeah. Remember that time I was engaged with that one guy and I broke up with him on television? Like, is this the type of thing that you're gonna tell your kids? Like, like, hey, oh yeah, like your, 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 your daughter or your son is gonna, hey mom, what's this ring? And you're like, oh. You know, I, I was on this TV show and I was about to marry this guy and he gave me this ring and I just essentially, after he treated me like a queen, I dumped him and uh, decided to keep the ring. And your kid's just going to look at it and be like, oh, what? Huh? <laughs> like, what? It's so weird. Because I accepted it because I wanted to marry you. Everything I told you in that pod was real. And you know what? I, I don't even care. You can you can keep the ring. Look at this. The dude is so. This is he's so nice. He is so nice. Like like he is being so fucking nice. This is so humble. He's like, you know what? You can keep the ring. All right, just go go take it. <laughs> you know. Every time you look at that thing, whatever you do with it, I want you to be reminded that you passed up on something great. 
Marshall. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I think, I, I mean, why would you keep the ring? Is she planning on selling it? Like, what is, what is the goal? What is the goal with, with keeping the ring? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Keeping the ring with somebody you're not going to marry? Like, it's just so fucking weird. Why engagement rings are a scam? Fuck, I, I want to watch this. Let's watch this in a minute. Right? It's so toxic. What's with the rings? Is we're talking about uh, for sure selling it and has it in her collections of other engagement rings. That would be fucking crazy. Imagine you have a collection of engagement rings. Uh, anyway, this is... Uh, ja- th- so here's some posts on uh, Twitter about this whole thing, right? Um, I guess she's been posting on Instagram. Jackie, it's not adding up. She said they broke up on April 29th, but the text messages show that on April 26th that she told the producer that Marshall could pick up the ring, and then she popped up with Josh on May 1st. What is... Let me see. April 26th. Pick up the ring from the crib. You guys need to have a real conversation. This is crazy. Your feelings are in this. And y'all are reacting off of emotion. Take a beat. Take a minute. Roll up and calm down. You're emotional right now. And nothing's going to... Uh, nothing. Uh, tell him to boss up and face a real one. Then you want to sit here and do that weird shit in my face. Like, bye. This is what I'm doing. I've been trying to get them together. And now I got to get you together too. Jesus. Y'all wearing me thin. Wow. Uh, math isn't mathing. No, yeah, it's not... This is fucking crazy. So, oh, wow. she so she moved on real quick. She moved on real quick. So she was, she moved on real quick. Holy shit. That's so weird. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Here's a, a clip, I guess. So she joined by Zoom. She didn't actually go to the reunion. We're going to watch some clips from the reunion. She said, thank you, next. Yeah. Take a look. Jackie and Josh, thank you guys so much for taking the time to join us from Seattle. You look good. How are things? Doing great. Doing Doing good. Y'all have been dating since the show ended. Correct, yeah. So you've got a year under your belt. The journey that you took last year has now been on Netflix for everyone to see. Well, well, that's, uh, I guess that's good. She, they've been together for a year. I guess that's good. Anything you want to say? The guy that she moved on to, like, you know, I guess she, I guess there was some commitment there. To all those viewers about the show. Moving on so quick could mean that she was cheating. Yeah, that could have been it. She could have been talking to him on the side. It would also, I mean, it would also, in my head, make sense why she was so nasty to the Marshall guy. You know what I mean? Because maybe she didn't even like him, you know? Maybe she was just trying to see, explore her options, you know, which is fine. Just be like forthright with the guy that you're with, right? Just tell him like, look, I'm exploring. I don't really think this is going to pan out to anything. And, and he can like prepare himself instead of like going all the way out, right? Because girls is player too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coyle Ray was right. Show in your voice. So 
I have grown within the last year. That person that I've seen was a totally different Jackie, to be honest. I um, I will like to clear up some things, if that is fine with you. I'm Absolutely. Sure. Okay. So I broke up with Marshall before I saw Josh at the coffee shop. It looks like I'm a cheater, and I am not a cheater. What? <laughs> She broke up with him on the 29th, but she told the producer, oh, this is this is that timeline they're talking about. So she broke up with Marshall, the guy that she was engaged with on the show, on the 29th, but she told on the 26th a producer that she wanted to send the ring back. So that's why people are speculating. And then on the 1st, meaning two days later, two days after she broke up with Marshall, she started posting with her new guy, Josh, which is kind of a red flag that that was that quickly, right? And I understand what you're saying, which everyone wants to turn left and right. But at that point, by the wedding dress, you knew. You knew you weren't going to go through with trying on a dress to a man that you weren't going to walk down the aisle and even contemplate the idea slightly of, I maybe. Correct. Yeah. Do you remember the moment that Marshall pushed you and it was the last straw and you're like, that's it, I'm done? I do. And it happened off camera when we were filming the marriage, or when we were filling out the marriage certificate, he had called me a derogatory name. And we fought about it, and he left for three days. I think what it was, it was a bad joke. It was one of those where we were joking, but it just came off as bad. Marshall's gonna be sitting next to me tomorrow during the live reunion. If you could say something to him, what would you say to him? Yeah, I would. I would just say that I take accountability for my words and actions, and I hope that he will do the same. I can take accountability for the fact that I went from zero to 100 really quick. And I can sit here and say that I should have heard him. I should have let him speak without being on the defense. We just were not meant to be, and we both deserve to be happy. You know why you're not meant to be? Because you have that guy next to you. I'm dying to know. That's so crazy. Now, I wonder what he said. She's like, he, he called her a derogatory word. I wonder what that term is, like what he said. Did he call her a, a bitch or something? Or what did he say? You know? Uh, I'm wondering. So people are posting. This post is on, on Twitter right now. It says, uh, this feels criminal to me. I don't know. It's, uh, this is Jackie, our new guy. His name's Josh. When did she post this? So we're going over the uh, the Love is Blind stuff. A year of standing side by side with my other half. Our journey to find each other was not easy, but it was worth it. Thank you for loving me, standing by me, and protecting me. I love you forever. And through every realm, Josh uh, Demas, thank you, Love is Blind, for this amazing experience. I mean, she met him off the show. Uh, you know what I mean? She met him like off the show and had nothing to do with Love is Blind. Oh my God, they're roasting his his earring. I think it's all right. There are a lot of guys who wear jewelry like that. So uh, I guess she also posted on an Instagram story. Jackie said she didn't cheat and Love is Blind paid for the ring, not Marshall. Huh. I have seen the latest episodes that have premiered on Love is Blind and I must speak the truth. Marshall and I were broken up before I saw Josh at the coffee shop. I am wearing different clothes. My hair is styled differently. And at the end of the day, at the end of the video, I say, don't know if I'm going to be with Josh. I'm not sure what the reason is for playing the coffee shop date before the breakup to restate. Marshall and I were broken up before Josh and I had a coffee shop date. As for the ring, Marshall did not pay for the ring. Love is blind. Pay for all the rings. So why was it an issue? Like, why did he bring up keeping the ring? That's so confusing. I mean, I guess, I guess it's like a he said, she said type situation. Uh, one of the replies here is saying, she literally says to Marshall, I'm, a, I'm attracted to Josh. I just saw him. And he says, what are you saying right now? You want to be with Josh? I don't know. Maybe she saw him more than once. I guess it's all come out at the live reunion. Yeah. Hey, Brady, how you doing? Uh, well, I think there's got to be something wrong with you mentally if you want to be on these shows. Yeah, there's definitely like an like people definitely want attention if they're on these shows, you know. 
here's Marshall responding to her claiming that he didn't pay for the ring. So the comment says, I mean, if Marshall didn't pay for the ring, why he pressed so, uh, to pocket it himself? I'm like, I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm from around the way. I'm leaving with something. Oh. Oh, wow. So I guess he didn't pay for the ring. I mean, if, if we're putting two, he says, and I mean, so if we're putting two and two together based on the audio he used, he, he says, I'm going to leave with something. So he's essentially saying that he didn't pay for the ring, but he wanted to leave with the ring. That's kind of weird. All right. He wanted to sell it too. Yeah, Becca. He wanted to, they were both like, who's going to sell it, me or you? And she was just, I guess she was just quicker to the punch. Maybe that's why she was like, stay with him for so long. The show pays for it. Yeah, that's so fucking crazy. Then I don't feel that bad for him. I mean, I feel bad for him that he got left at the end, but I don't feel that bad that he didn't like he didn't pay for the ring. Hey, how you doing, Rosie? He didn't pay for the ring. I don't feel as bad for him. If it was coming out of his pocket, I would feel bad for him. I would genuinely feel bad. Sound like it sounds like he's trying to make some money off the ring. He didn't buy it. Yeah. Cause why else would you go on a dumb show like this? Yeah. They're trying to get money. It ain't for love. I mean, yeah. I mean, there are people who legitimately got married at the end of this. I think there were three or four couples that got married. So I don't know if that marriage is going to last. Can't speak for that. But uh, we gotta watch, I got to watch the reunion to see if they lasted a year. It does seem a little bizarre to me. Like watching the wedding ceremonies did seem a little bizarre to me because it, it, felt, like, it, it felt like a TV show. It didn't feel like a wedding. You know what I mean? It, it, it just felt like it was all for performance. And they did like multiple takes of people doing different things and like the first dance and like just knowing how production works. It just felt so fucking staged. And I can't imagine like having your actual marriage just be that staged. Like, don't get me wrong. There are like weddings that are very like, you know, produced for camera, like influencer weddings. But this feels like it's a whole other level because it's like, it's purposely like filmed on a set, you know, and, and like uh, there are like cameras everywhere, the documenting every moment, and it's purposely for a show. So it feels like it's a little, it's a little performative, but you know, I give the marriages one year, one and a half tops. Yeah, I'm curious to know about the other seasons. If the other seasons like lasted, you know, I would like a ring. <laughs> Season one, Cameron and Lauren think they're still going strong. Interesting. Interesting. That is definitely interesting that they're still together. It's been like, what, three, four years, right? Because this is the fourth season. Uh, so, I don't know. That's been on my mind. Uh, then the whole Netflix thing, I don't know if you guys follow this, but they were trending on Twitter because it was just so embarrassing. They have a YouTube channel? Oh, shit. Let's check it out. Cameron and Lauren. Uh, hold up. Let me let me open it up on a different window. Um, when am I going to buy you a ring? Oh, shit. I should get on that. <laughs> Cameron and Lauren. Love is blind. They do, they do have hanging with the Hamiltons. Huh. Wow. They do. Love is blind. They did a reaction to it. Okay, today's video. Damn, and they're still together. Here, we're gonna let's check that out in a minute. Yeah. Um, I wanted to look at Netflix because the whole Netflix thing is like fucking insane. People were so upset about this shit. So, uh, oh, by the way, I've also been watching the show. Anybody else watch uh, Swamp Man or Swamp People? <laughs> It's such a fucking crazy show. Uh, they like just hunt snakes all day. Uh, where the fuck is this? Netflix apology. Bro. No way. Did they delete the tweet? Uh, it's just so annoying when I'm trying to find a tweet. Uh, and I can't find it. I have to go because I, I know I... Oh, here we go. Boom. Okay. So, to, so yesterday, the, 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 uh, what do you call it? The, the thing was supposed to, uh, 
the reunion was supposed to be broadcast live. This is the second event that Netflix was broadcasting live, right? The first one was Chris Rock's special. So with this, they uh, Netflix tweeted out, because it was just down. You would click on it, it would like load, and then it would say error, right? So Netflix said to everyone who stayed up late, woke up early, gave up their Sunday afternoon, we are incredibly sorry for uh, that the Love is Blind reunion did not turn out as we had planned. We're filming it now, and we'll have it on Netflix as soon as humanly possible. Again, thank you and sorry. And the for the top comment on this is lower your prices. <laughs> it's so fucking real, though. They've raised their prices. They haven't been allowing the fucking like uh, password sharing, and uh, they, it's like, bro, you can't even get like broadcasting right. Like you're you're fucking like, I don't know. It's just fucking weird to me. Uh, I find it funny. Uh, here, let's see. So this is the couple that met on Love is Blind and have been together for, I guess, about four years. Um, let's see. Let's go back. Yeah, Hanging with the Hamiltons. Welcome. This is their channel from three years ago. They're going strong. I'm Loris B. Hamilton. And I'm Cameron Hamilton. And, and welcome, welcome to, to our, our YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. Hanging, Hanging with, with the, the Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me just start by saying that I am so glad that you guys came to join us, whether you're returning from before, you know what I'm saying, you're familiar with our story, or whether you just found and you're new to our house. We're happy to have you. We are so happy to have y'all. And what happened? Dad just posted this. We can check it out in a minute. Yeah. Damn. Yo. Introducing. Dad. Dad did annihilate fucking AB. That was so crazy. Oh man. Dad is a force to reckon with. That's a couple from the first season I mentioned. Yeah, that's them. The support that we've received from everyone has been amazing. Mm -hmm. You know all the kind words and, and people relating to our story. It's just awesome to see. We're kind of a crazy pair. Yeah, that's to put it lightly. <laughs> but you know, we really feed off of each other's energy. Mm -hmm. And- Yin and yang, salt and pepper, know, spice. Oh my God. They are, they are a, a, a cute couple. They do work together. They have a nice dynamic. Uh, now AB's been on the H3 podcast for a minute. Uh, I don't know if he, if you mean he just joined, uh, they are nice. They are a, a really cute couple. They really are. They have a really nice chemistry. This is, it's nice though. I mean, when it does work out, it's cool. It, it, it's just, you know, I, I just wonder if within just a few weeks, you can find somebody on a TV show who you'll spend the rest of your life with. Yeah, he did get off the airplane and straight to the studio. Interesting. Oh, the live stream? Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. AB's working overtime then if he's going straight to the studio. Okay, let's see this. Oh, the wedding ring thing? Unco yeah. Uh, it's from nine years ago. Holy shit. Adam ruins everything. Let's see this. You've made me the happiest man in the world. Emily, will you marry me? How sweet. You like it, so you're putting a ring on it. But have you ever wondered why we put diamond rings on things we like at all? Oh, God. You're going to tell us the awful truth about engagement rings, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Hi, I'm Adam Conover. Hey, Adam. And you may think of the diamond engagement ring as a timeless symbol of love, but it turns out this ancient tradition was invented less than a century ago by the De Beers Diamond Corporation. Before the 1930s... Wow. Just like Christmas. Now, Christmas, uh, just like Christmas became corporatized, so did weddings. Nobody exchanged diamond rings when they got engaged. It wasn't a thing. Apple, what do you say we get married? Oh, that's a swell idea, Frank. What do you give me? Well, I got the shiny red apple. Sold. Oh, I love you, Frank. 
But in 1938, the De Beers Diamond Cartel launched a massive ad campaign, claiming that the only way for a real man to show his love is with an expensive hunk of crystallized carbon. And we bought that shit. Now, hold on. Looks like if I don't buy you one of these ring dealies, then I'm a tiny peck of pencil neck. Well, it's on the side of a building, so it's gotta be true. Well, crumbs. In fact, every element of the traditional American engagement was designed to make more money for De Beers. How much you drop on that rock? I don't know, like four grand. <gasps> Jesus, Louises, that's more than your car. My dad said the rule was two months salary. Yeah, sorry, dude. That's not a rule. That's just an arbitrary number from an old De Beers ad campaign. Buy her a diamond worth Holy one month shit. salary. She'll be sure to love you eternally. Ah, profits are down. Better make it two months. This has got to be the most successful ad campaign of all time. This is yeah, they literally turned an ad into a tradition. That's like a marketer's dream. It's like if in 50 years, people were going, Oh, honey, the same thing again? Yeah, you know that old rule. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you must eat pizza all the time. Well, it's not like I'm throwing my money away. I mean, at least wow. the ring is worth something. Yeah. Actually, uh, diamonds are intrinsically worthless. I refuse to believe that. Well, maybe you believe De Beers chairman Nikki Oppenheimer, who once said, quote, diamonds are intrinsically worthless. Shut up, shut up, shut up. In fact, they're quite common. The only reason diamonds are even expensive is that De Beers has a global monopoly on diamond mining, and they artificially restrict the supply to jack the prices up. But in reality, those assholes have a fuck ton of them. These are extremely rare. Pay no attention to that. <laughs> Which means that diamond you just blew your savings on has virtually no resale value. That's why De Beers wants you to think a diamond is forever. If you never try to sell it, you'll never figure out how badly you got fucked. Fine, oh so what do we God. do about it? Nothing. They've got us by the balls. A century of advertising has embedded the idea of a diamond engagement ring so deeply in our culture that even knowing all that doesn't get you out of buying an engagement ring. Seriously, give it a shot. Okay. Emily, will you marry me? I'm not giving you a ring because the concept of an engagement ring is a scam on the part of the De Beers Corporation. But we could open a joint checking account? Sorry, dude. I want that rock. Fuck! Well, thanks, man. No problem. Join me next time on At- God, this is so crazy. The more you know, huh? Fighting in the blue corner! He's the longest-running YouTuber starting back in 2005. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do this, we have to see Dad running on the fucking... Uh, we have to see Dad running onto the fucking Dad entrance... What is it? Dad entering. Man. Dad. Oh, this is not what I expected. Uh, dad entrance. Creator clash. This is. Watch this. Holy fuck. This was nuts. This motherfucker. Imagine you get fucking injured. Imagine you do that. You break your fucking neck on the way over. Like, he fucking... He did waste a lot of energy. I wouldn't even... The energy is like, I'm just worried about this man fucking getting hurt. I mean, look at the, some of this shit. Look at this dude. Look at this dude. This is like fucking insane. It's fucking nuts. He's recently danced in a live stream. He's ripped too. Holy fucking shit. He's got like a... He doesn't even have a six pack. He's got a, 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 a fucking eight pack. You can even see it right here. He's got a fucking eight pack. Nonstop for 12 hours straight and has the fastest victory in all of YouTube boxing with a 22 second KO. He stands six feet tall and weighs 170 pounds from town USA located in the 22nd dimension. Returning the creator clock for his second appearance. Dad!
They call him dad. They called him dad boy or dad bod. Cause that that he's he doesn't have a dad bod. Nah, I'm sorry. I got more of a dad bod right now than he does. <laughs> And his opponent, fighting out of the red corner, he is H3 Podcast's heartthrob, Ethan Klein's biggest simp, and a Twitch streaming like Ethan Klein's biggest simp? <laughs> That's how he got introduced. Oh my god. Hey, thanks for the sub, Pure Your Soul. He stands six feet tall. Thanks for the two months, yeah. And weighs in 174.4 pounds from Dearborn, Michigan, making his return to his second creator clash. A B. What? Stucci. Gentlemen, I have a phrase I say a lot in the influencer boxing scene, and it is don't blink. I have a feeling this one's going to ring home. Let's get this one going. Round one. Wait, he just uploaded. This is just his fight. This is his actual fight. AB versus. I thought dad actually said something. I thought this was like a reaction. This is just a fight. Dad box. He's going to sprint at him. Dad comes out. You know he's going to be heavy. Damn, holy shit. Position. And they're flying right away. Look at holy shit. I didn't see this. I didn't see this because uh, I was I had a show. So I was like focused on the show. <laughs> but like, holy shit. Dad came out swinging. AB though. Okay. Some nice hooks underneath. Yo, AB, AB, shout out to AB. He's throwing some back too. It's very high. You need to keep his chin down. Holy, oh, holy shit. Yo, AB. Yo, this was interesting. AB just needs to throw. He's throwing his punch like this. He's got to just get a, get it more from the torso. He's got to just thw- swing his hip a little more. What? For this kind of yes. onslaught, and Dad gets close with the left hand there. Yes. Oh, Hold, oh shit! Dad just hates right shit. The and you've seen Dad go into a They're both gonna get worn out so quick. Damn, yo, AB, no! Put your hands up. Put your hands up, AB. Don't get. He's, he's getting. Oh shit! He's swinging. But he's getting so tired, you can tell his arms are, like, splaying out. <laughs> he's getting so tired. Oh, man. He should have just kept his hands up, just, like, block everything and, and just keep moving away. Let Dad get tired. Tony, look, his head's Obviously, I'm speaking just from looking from the outside. It's totally different when you're actually on the in the ring. But that's just what I would have done. I would just let Dad get tired, just, like, close it up. Let Dad get tired. Let him keep swinging and just keep moving back. And then, and then start like trying to cut that distance and like, whoosh, just like throwing, throwing some fucking punches, like you know. But like, keep it close. Would you get in the ring? I mean, Idubs did hit me up before, but like in September, I think, and asked me and asked me about my weight at the time. I think I was weighing one ninety three. I'm six four, one ninety three. I he said, all right, I'll get back to you. I, I, he was looking for alternates at the time. And he didn't get back to me. I don't know if I just got too, like, controversial or, like, uh, oh, my hand's fine. I just I just punched the bag for, like, 30 minutes without a glove on. So, like, this was this is fine. That hurts more than – the only thing that's hurting recently is my wrist. Because I uh, – it's like you, you get – I get pains on this, this side, this, like, this part of my wrist, uh, especially with, like, these kidney punches. Um but anyway, he didn't hit me up. I, I don't know if it's like they, he just didn't need an alternate or uh, they just, you know. But it, it's fine. I don't know. Honestly, at the time, because that's you, you punch wrong. Nah, it's just, it's normal. I, I had a boxing coach. Like, uh, I talked to a boxing coach about it. Um, he said this is normal. It's called boxer's wrist. It's normal. It's just compression that happens on your wrist from punching so much. And I don't punch like... Like a lot of people, like they'll do, they'll, I have a hundred pound bag and they'll do like, just, they'll just like kind of, they'll punch, but they don't do like full force. But I just, I go all in cause it's such a good stress reliever. I go like, like, like really as hard as I can. Cause it's, it's a really good stress reliever for me at least. Uh, but anyway, I, I like thinking now, I don't know if I would do it. 
just because like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't want to get my face punched out. Like I was looking at some of the people, like I was looking at some of the people who were after their fights, like their faces, like all blown out. I was looking at Jake, Jake Paul's face. Jake Paul's face is like fucked up. You can tell he's broken his nose several times. You know, we need a video to judge your form. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a video eventually. Uh, you know, but, uh, but yeah, like I, I don't know if I would do it just because I, uh, I don't want to get my face fucked up. That's really what it is. Uh, so, uh, but I did, you know, I did send him my way. I'm, I think I'm a little, I'm like at 205 or 204 last I I weighed. So I, I don't know. I don't know if there's somebody like, like, AB is like six, he's six feet and he's 175. So I couldn't box AB. Like I'm 25 pounds or almost 30 pounds heavier than him. So I'd probably have to be in like, I think the only person, when we went through the, the, the that press conference, the only person who was it, like similar weight to me was like Harley and the guy he boxed. And I couldn't box the guy that Harley boxed. No, nah, that guy is like a fucking beast. I don't know if I could box him. Uh, but yeah, ultimately... I don't know if I would want to do like, even though at that time, at the time I was like, yeah, maybe I'll do it. And I did send in my information, but I, I don't know if I would do it now. Um, just because I don't want to get like the commitment, the commitment to it. It's like a big time commitment. I don't know if I would be able to keep, I, I don't even mind like not being able to like, I'd probably have to produce less videos so I could train more during the day. Um, which I, I already, like, I train about between an hour to an hour and a half every day. I box about 30, 30 minutes of that. And then the rest is all, like, uh, core strength and, like, uh, you know, like, uh, like weightlifting. Uh, I'd probably have to switch that up a bit more to, like, the, the boxing and, like, probably running. Um, I don't run that much because if I do run, then I'll cut, like, a lot. More than I want. <clears throat> but, yeah, that's, I don't know if I want to box just because I don't want to fuck up my face and also the time commitment would be a lot. And it's not the kind of thing that you can just like fuck around. Because if you fuck around, you find out. You know what I mean? Like you, you really have to be fully committed. Um, and also, uh, also it's just, I don't know. The, the You know, Andrea Botez, she boxed. This is an interesting video because this has happened more than once. So I want to just show you guys. Uh, she boxed Michelle Carre, right? And this was interesting because this has become like a theme, right? In in this in influencer boxing, like people will downplay their experience. Um so they can go in with like a tactical advantage, right? Uh so let me see if I can find this. I think where is it? Uh her sister, Andrea's sister accused Michelle Carey of lying about her experience of saying that she was less experienced than she actually was. Yeah, here we go. This is the clip I was talking about. And this is the same thing happened with Austin McBroom and Bryce Hall. Like, Austin McBroom essentially lied about his experience. He had been boxing for two years, and Bryce boxed, like, trained boxing for four months. That's why Austin beat his ass the way that he did. And I feel like that's extremely disingenuous, and it's also dangerous. Now, I've been punching a bag for close to two years. So I, I, I've been punching a bag. Doesn't mean I'm a good boxer. I've just been punching a bag. I have some experience. But if I were to box somebody who has, like, way more experience than me, then, like, that would, like, fuck me up, right? Uh, especially more sparring experience because I can throw a punch, but doesn't mean I can dodge a punch. You know what I mean? Doesn't mean I can last uh, like on the ring for like five rounds, you know? So this is like, this was an interesting thing that I saw today. Michelle also said she was a beginner. She left out the fact that she had been boxing for a year. Andrea only recently figured that out. How did she figure it out? Chat, you guys. I mean, thank you guys for sharing this. Um, somebody sent her a clip from like one podcast a long time ago where Michelle talked about this. And, you know, Andrea called Michelle and asked about it. And Michelle's like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's on the internet. 
one clip and they had a phone call. So to me, that was misleading. I don't think it's okay when you're having a phone call to not put out all the facts. Um, especially when people are putting their body out on the line. It's one thing to hustle people in chess. It's another to hustle them where they can get physically hurt. Michelle also. So I do agree with her. Like, uh, you know, that's that's why you saw that huge discrepancy between Austin McBroom and Bryce Hall. That's why Austin McBroom was so much better than Bryce because Austin had been training for like two years before he even challenged Bryce. Now, with like, same thing with her. I saw people in the chat. There were people in her chat saying like that Michelle had been training for six years. Can you imagine you train for a few months and you go and train against somebody who's been training for six years? That's absolutely unsafe. And it's almost 100% sure that the person's going to beat you your ass. They're going to beat you to the fucking ground, right? Hey, Joan, how you doing? So, you know, it's it, 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 that's part of, probably another reason why I wouldn't box. I would have to make sure that it's somebody on my at the same skill level. And at the same time, even when they say they are on, on the same skill level, like it's the the person can still lie, right? They can still say something so they have an advantage. So it's like hard, right? How do you know that the person has the same skill level? Do you go and do you spar beforehand? Like nobody would ever do that because they wouldn't want you to know how you how they box, you know? So it's like, it's just a little different when you're dealing with an amateur fight and somebody goes in there and they lie. Like if you're an amateur boxer, they're going to pair you with somebody who's on the same skill level as you. They're not going to do that, but with influencer boxing, it does feel like it's a Wild West a little bit where you end up getting paired with somebody who has more experience than you purely because the person lied, you know? So, I, I, I don't know. That's So, primarily, for those three reasons, I don't think I would uh, like box. You know, I don't, want, I don't want... Number one, I don't want my face fucked up. Number two, it's a huge time commitment which means that I wouldn't get to do what I love to do. I wouldn't even get to be at the club as often as I get to be, you know? Um, and also, uh, just because I, like, the person could be essentially hustling me. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right, bro. You would get rocked. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. So, yes, protect that cute face. Yes. Uh, it's already too late for that, Denny. Yeah, so everything works out. <laughs> so I don't even have to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, if I were to get another offer, I don't think I would take it. Uh, but yeah, not saying that I, it would come down the pike. I don't know. But yeah. Ultimately, yeah. I don't think you'll see me anytime soon in a boxing ring. Uh, you will see me, though, performing at my club every night. Uh, so, but yeah, let's let's keep watching this because uh, Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. What happened there? My computer is acting up again. Oh, they just put this out. Oh, this is from five days ago. Yeah, Jake Paul is. Yeah, they're fighting. Their fight's official too. Right up. Yeah. And he's starting to. He's smiling up backward. Left hand for wow, Dak. Right hand, hand AB. <laughs> Both guys were a minute in, and you're already seeing that fatigue weighing yeah. in. What about you starting over the top style creator arm wrestling tournament? Nah, I just I don't like the physical stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from it. The physical stuff's not really for me. I don't uh, like if I were to organize an event. Like, look, one thing I learned from the roast battles is that if I'm gonna organize an event and it gets, I, I don't even know if would get if it would get as many eyes as as the roast battles did, uh, which was a lot more than I expected. But if I were to organize an event and somebody got genuinely hurt as a result of me organizing the event, I would be fucking crushed. So there's a lot that goes wrong with like even arm wrestling events, even slapping events. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't put myself through it and live, you know, with it, live with it in my conscience. If somebody broke their arm or like they were like severely injured. So like with the roast battles, I was already so fucking worried. In the second roast battles, I had like five security guards and even an EMT there. Like I think I, I'm the like genuinely the first person in history to ever hire an EMT for a fucking roast battle, okay? But I had everything there. I was like over-prepared for it. And I was still like, you know, very concerned that it, everything would play out, you know? And it, it, you know, things did still happen, but 
uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could organize a, a, a slapping or like an arm wrestling event. They're cool. Don't get me wrong. I just, I'll let somebody else do it. Not me. Dad comes with her left hand on the pipe. Tony, if, if dad would straighten those shots out, he'd be better served throwing the straight left hand. Would. Oh! So would it be. If he'd be forced to have straight punches. Oh, AB's getting very tired. Very tired. Yeah, AB's very tired. You can tell. Hey, he's he's battling it out though. I'll give AB credit. He is hustling though. He's sticking it out. It's not easy. Like with boxing, different from other sports. Like when you're running, and I trained for a marathon. I ran a marathon. When you're running, it's like your legs give out right at a certain point. With boxing, it's like your whole body, right? Because you're throwing punches, right? But you're also like moving with your legs. So it's like your whole body and your upper body has a tendency of getting much tired much faster than your legs. And when it goes, it's like, ah, like your, your arms literally go fucking limp. And your, your shoulders are burning. Like your, your back right here is like fucking like, it, it feels like you're getting roasted, you know? So it, it, it really is much harder than it looks. Like even lasting five rounds, it takes such a great level of, yeah, five rounds. It was five rounds. I think it was two minutes each round. It, it it takes so much out of you. That was the end. Yeah, I know. AB a, gave it up. TKO. Yeah, I know. He's gonna throw in the towel. This was embarrassing. Don't try to patronize. I'm not patronizing. I mean, look. Look, at the end of the day, he made a decision right there that he couldn't keep on going. I'm not going to say anybody is anybody's embarrassing because just getting up on a ring, look at how many people are, are here. That's like, what, 20,000, 30,000 people, right? Getting in front of 20,000, 30,000 people to, to just fight and take punches to the face. That's not easy, okay? I'll give people that credit. Like, I wouldn't even do it. I just said that I wouldn't do it. Okay, but he he stepped up. Not only did he go and he practiced, he put in the work, and then he got in there and he stuck out around. Even sticking out around and throwing in the towel after one round, I gotta respect people for doing that because that that takes a lot of grit. Okay, that does take a lot of crit, grit. It does take a lot of uh, dedication, and it, it, I respect that. At the end of the day, I respect that. I respect that a lot because you know what the easier thing it is it is not getting on the ring. That's the easier thing. You know you know what I mean. So anyone could have gone up there and performed like AB. I mean, if you think that you're you're entitled to think that, I you know, but I still I give him respect. What in the performance do you respect? Like sticking it out. That's that's like, you know, sticking it out. It would have been much easier to not even get up there. But he got up there. He got yeah, he got the sh he got a shit rocked. A hundred percent a hundred gajillion percent. He got his shit rocked. But he stuck it he stuck it through uh, around with an opponent that was far more aggressive than him, right? That's why I have to respect it. Just getting in there, you giving him a participation trophy? Clearly not. He lost. But I'm saying, like, he, like, you still have to respect people for doing something that is challenging, right? That's what I'm saying. I respect them. That's not easy. You know, I don't think it's embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like, how can I put this? Like, it, it's not a participation trophy because, I mean, at the end of the day, he took the L, right? You praise him for participating. Now, this is different than just participating. He, he, look, how can I put this in a way? Shit performance, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, he, he still took the L. But, yeah, exactly. There's the charity aspect of it. But I'm just saying that it takes a certain amount of dedication, bravery to just go up there and take punches to the face. Okay, like that. I'm not saying I'm not saying he had the greatest performance. He's still clearly somebody who's learning how to box, right? Um I did like the snacks, Reaper. 
So I don't know. I, 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 that's just me. You know, I respect them. Uh, and that's really what it is. I think it takes, I think it takes courage. You know, I think it takes a certain amount of bravery to go up there and get your shit rocked for other people's entertainment. Like there are a lot of people, you know, who wouldn't do that. He got to give it up. That's up to him at the end of the day, whether or not he wants to give it up. That's up to him. I know in the last fight, his first fight against Hundar, he said that would, that would be his last fight. But at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's up to him whether or not he gives it up. I respect anybody who gets up on a ring because that's so challenging. Like, just punching a bag for five, four or five rounds, okay, is pretty exhausting. Now, to actually fight another human being in front of this whole crowd for other people's entertainment, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it takes courage, okay? It's not easy. Like, you know, and he he's not just exposing himself to the fight. He's also exposing himself to the potential ridicule that he's going to get as a result of losing the fight or giving up the way that he did right? He clearly gave his all sucks. Uh, he is done with boxing. So he's done with boxing. I mean, I, I wish he would keep on going, you know? Uh, but at, at the end of the day, it's his decision. You know, I don't, I'm not, I'm never going to judge anyone for trying. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. Uh, going up and punching a bag, kind of sad, bro. Threw the towel after. <laughs> I guess we'll agree to disagree, Herbo. Uh, I think I think it's fine. I respect him a lot. I really do. Uh, I respect him for doing that because I wouldn't even do that. And I have done. I I I, I take a lot of risks. So you're not even injured. He's soft. <laughs> I think it's I think it's fine. I respect AB. I think it takes a lot of courage to go up there. And I'm just saying that. We'll agree to disagree. Uh, I do have to go because it is getting to that time. I am. Uh, he deserves a respect. He does. Yeah. But at the end of the day, here's the thing. I, I like you can't force everybody to think the same way. But I am going to tell all of you that I do respect him. I respect him a lot. It takes courage, and I I think that uh, you know he, he getting through one round is like it's already hard. It, you know, WAB. Yes, yeah. But I see where you're coming from too, Herbo. But I just I have a difference of opinion. I respect anybody who gets in there. It's like gladiators, right? Like you respect, like a gladiator can go up there and give up and give up. They're going to lose their life, but you know, they still, they had the courage to go up there and do it. Uh, why are their lives so short recently? Well, Reaper, mostly because I'm still renovating my office and I'm having to run over there all the time and, and take care of stuff. And uh, also, you know, my, my girlfriend is getting like spinal surgery later this week. So I, I have a lot going on. They will go back to being as long as they were um, pretty soon. Uh, hopefully, like, I don't know if I can go back next week because I'm going to be helping Raven with her, like, recovery. And But I do think that my office is going to be, um, like, done hopefully by the end of this week. So... Why even bother doing these lives if they're so short and you're biz so busy? Take a break from streaming until you can commit. I, I enjoy doing these lives. I don't I don't see a reason to stop if I can squeeze in an hour every day. And uh, there are a lot of people who stream one or two hours a day. I just have the goal. I mean, I was I was streaming for two hours. I'm just stream like for a good portion of last year. I'm streaming half of that now. I I did go up to streaming like three or four hours. And that's what I'm planning on going back to doing. Um, you know, but my office is very close, like very, very close. They had to redo one thing in like one studio that they had to redo. Um, and my office is like, like finishing touches, you know? So, um, I'm hoping that by the end of this week, it'll be done and we can start like setting everything up and I'll be able to hopefully beginning of next week be in my office. I'm like, waiting i'm like so uh the anticipation i'm very uh, you know anticipation is building uh you know but uh anyway um yes her recovery is going to be good let's just all center positive vibes it's like a, a big surgery uh i mean if he if he likes it whatever but seems like your time would be better spent at your club or with your girlfriend yeah i mean but i'm taking the time that i can like now you know that's why it's, uh, you know, a little later in the day and just for about an hour, but I am planning on uh, going back to normal, regular, regularly scheduled. Um, 
programming soon. Uh, it was a solid question, though. Uh, but I do, I, I do get where you're coming from, Jess. Um, but yeah, I appreciate all of you. I will keep you updated. Um, and yeah, I love all of you. I love you guys stopping by and we, we're being able, oh, you don't have to, Jess, you don't have to apologize. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. No, no, pierce your soul. It's a little more serious than that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I can explain to all of you, uh, about her surgery a little later. I'll, I'll talk to her. Maybe she can explain it herself uh, soon. But yeah, she has a really good team, uh, medical team that's going to help her. And everything's going to go great. Just send her positive vibes. If you get a chance, send her positive thoughts. Uh, and it's very much appreciated. Anyway, I do have to go. Uh, I love every single one of you. I appreciate you guys stopping by. Thank you for sharing the GoFundMe. Yeah, the GoFundMe explains in depth the procedure she's getting. Um, and yeah, I will see all of you again very, very soon.